0: Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. Got it. We're back. I wish that you guys could hear that lady tell us so aggressively that this meeting is being recorded. I think we
1: probably have heard the lady. I just wish that she would just say different things every time.
0: Do you think we can change her voice? You know how like in your other apps, you can change the voice of your um, AI people? Yeah, that'd be fun. Can we we change her? Because sometimes I feel like she's just yelling at us and I don't want to be yelled at when I'm starting my podcast with my best friend.
1: I can't stand being talked down to at the beginning of something. I'm like, catch me on the back end. I'm like, okay, I'll work on it.
0: Not at the beginning. Not in. the not Don't greet me with aggression.
1: And we're trying not to greet you with aggression either Zen friends. We have a different kind of episode today and I'm kind, I I kind of pushed for this. Um, she was like, okay, we can try this out. So we don't know how this is going to go, but it's kind of interesting. And, um, one, we love to give advice. Correct. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. We do.
1: Um, one or two, we think that we, um, are sometimes experts without a degree, (laughs) (laughs) without the cred (laughs) just come to us we have a lot of experiences what we're really Um, good
0: at doing is sharing our opinions whether you ask for it or not we have so many so we just feel like maybe you want to hear what we have to say about this topic and maybe you uh, yeah and it's
1: um it's a topic that like I think it's really fun to discuss because I think everyone's gone through these things or And it doesn't have to relate to dating, especially it can relate to it. I think some of these are relationship ish. Um, So we're going to talk about dating. We are IRL in real life. If you're that what you're doing, whether you're divorced or just kind of putting yourself out there um, or coming back into the dating world and then dating your spouse. So if you are, if you do have a partner and you're just kind of like, okay, let's zhuzh it up a little bit. We got some, we got some questions on there. So we got, we're going to hit it twofold.
0: Yes. Brittany has been wanting to talk about this for a long time. And I'm like, Britt, we're out of the game. We don't know how to date. We've been married for 10 plus years. Like, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, if you want to talk about dating your spouse, I got you. But like, if you're like, no, like dating in 2021, I'm like, I got nothing. I mean, I can give you like, if it were me, this is what I would do. But as far as like, what's really happening, like Shannon, you've not been on a date. And I'm like, you are correct.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I'm not saying you're dating, but I do say that you have expertise and expertise is always wealth. It's wealth of knowledge. Let's just share with what we think is going on in 2021. If the experiences happen to us, because I do think we're very rational and then we're like, eh, this is how I would handle it.
0: You know, okay. take it or leave it. As, as long as we, we paint the picture on how we want this to be, you know, shared advice for our Zen friends. <laughs> as long as they understand <laughs> this is where we're coming from so yeah it's twofold we'll see how it
1: goes yeah that'll be fun so, so we'll what are we start what are we
0: starting on. off with today Britt?
1: okay where are, where so the at? top okay we're gonna do rapid fire so we're not we're gonna hit these issues we're gonna have a one to two minute maybe in and then we're in and out um because i i, I kind of i like it like that and it keeps us kind of flowing and it we hit more issues so okay. let's go so we're starting off the top just dating in 2021. Um, just the top dating questions that I found and uh, we're going to tackle them. Okay. Okay. okay so Conan hot, what to do if the person you're dating is only texting you and never calls and wants to hang out. So it's a text only relationship. It's just on the phone. There's only a lot of clicking and not a lot of dialing.
0: Okay. I've got a couple of thoughts about this. Number one, sometimes people are just wittier in text. Like there are just some people that you have a, you know, you get in a, in a text conversation with, you're like, God, they're really funny. And then you meet them in real life and you're like this, you know, they're not that great in real life. They don't know how to like weave in and out of a conversation. And, you know, listen, I cannot personally handle being on the phone with people. So if people are like, yeah, let's, you know, let's have like a, a long conversation. I'm like, please, God, I'd rather meet you in person and have a long conversation than meet you in person or then um, having a conversation in real life that is or on the phone mm-hmm. that is long and drawn out. Like I can talk to you on the phone. I can talk to Kristen on the phone. I can talk to really that's it. That's it. Those are the only two people I can talk on the phone for longer than 30 minutes without being like, I got to go. Okay.
1: Okay. What about, okay. So you got the call, but what about if they don't want to hang out?
0: Okay. I think if they don't want to hang out and they don't want to meet you in real life, that should be something that you're concerned with of like, "Mm, why not? Is someone else writing these texts? Is it like a, you remember that movie, like Roxanne back in the day with Steve Martin, where he had that really long nose, and oh like, yeah! Somebody else was like saying the things that he's trying to say to the girl, but it's That's like right. then you're you're working, you know, in that situation where it's like, are you the witty person behind these texts, or is, do you have a ghost writer? Yeah, I could see that.
1: Um, so I think that I, I do agree with you. Text text is like the form the form of commu- all communications. Like I'm texting with my doctor's office now. Like I, so yes. we're texting way way more. Um, it's the most convenient. So then I'm going to have to ask myself, like, what does this other person do? Are it, does the schedules align? Do your times match up? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you work a, a a third shift, fourth shift or something like that. Maybe you, or is that something? Um, Was there FaceTime involved? I don't know. Like some things can go down over FaceTime. No hate, no shade. So like, I don't know, but like, here's what really gets me is the not wanting to hang out. Like, so is in the texting and FaceTiming, is there plans to hang out soon? Cause I, I get like the fear of wanting to meet up with somebody. Like, you understand? Like, you know, yeah. I think you would be fearful of meeting up with somebody new as a woman, like it, you do have to have a pause. So I get that. But, um, I think they have to be like, a like we're moving towards that. And so I would say, mm, if there's not a moving towards hanging out, then, you know, or me or moving forward past this, just a lot of, thumb action.
0: We right. got to You know, get you bring up a good point because um, you had recently told me about this app that you can sell things on. Um, I won't name the app, but I downloaded this app. I sold something on it and I got really kind of sketched out because people were like, hey, what's your address? I'll come by and pick it up. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not giving anybody who doesn't have like a profile pic or like any, you know, um, there's no like, past user history on this person and they're just like yeah you know full price offer no negotiations tell me your address i'll come pick it up but no i'm not an idiot I've seen Lifetime movies. I'm not going to be a statistic. I mean, so like the one thing I did sell on this app, this lady was like, I will meet you. And I was like, I'll meet you at a certain location. I brought my husband with me because I was like, I just don't know. And my husband's like, that's really smart. Like, you don't know anything about these people. She ended up being lovely. She had a small child that was, you know, in a car seat. She was not trying to, you know, Take me but away, but like I just don't know. So, I mean, I got really kind of sketched out and I was like, I don't think I need to sell anything on apps anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just things. That's not me trying to meet new people. That's legit just selling things. So like, y'all, this is how you're doing it these days. Like, I, I don't know. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, and I think that that's, you have to think about like your next four steps. And I hate to point out if, if you're a woman, we have a large, very vast female audience. So like you do have to be four steps ahead and have someone sharing your location on your phone and telling people where you're going. And so, yeah, you have to do that. So I think like hesitation to want to hang out is definitely okay. But like, as long as, you know, both things are kind of being met where there's a, there is a process to where you're going to the same direction and, you know, that's right. Okay. Moving on. What to do when a guy I like asks me out, but then tells me he just got out of a relationship. What's your thoughts?
0: uh, he, you like him, but he just got out of a relationship. Okay. Then you go, on, you go out with them. I mean, you're not committing to like your first date being, this is a relationship, right? Like you're just, you're going to meet somebody unless you have set it up in the pretext of like, I'm only dating because I want to find love or because I want to be in a relationship. If you've already laid it out there, then you've probably already weeded out those people. So if you're open and you're honest in your communication, then great. But if he just got out of a relationship and just wants to meet up and you're, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that.
1: Yeah, I know. You know, I always have a an issue with people like, I don't know if you're ready for dating. I only know what I know. So. And I
0: don't know if I'm ready to date you as a person, you know, like it, we might not have great chemistry, only know that, like if we're face to face or like in real life, right? Like you're not going to be able to read off that off of a text forever. Like at some point you're going to be like, yes, I either like this person and then you put it out there. And this is also the thing it's 2021. If you can't be honest and upfront with whomever you're dating, you're not ready to do it. You know, so if you're just like... I don't think I want to tell him that I want to be in a relationship yet. Okay. Well then you need to just What's be What's the point honest of being there? Then, right. I mean, it, and not everybody wants to be in a relationship. I get that. Maybe you're just trying to out to have a good time. I, I have no idea, but as long as you are honest and upfront of what your expectations are before going into it, then you're going to be, then you're going to get out of it what you want to get out of it. Well, yeah. And you can't try to be the cool girl
1: like, Oh, um, that's fine. We can just have fun. And then be like, I don't know why he doesn't like me because you said you just wanted to have fun. And he's going to, he's going to take that literally. Like it's what you said. So sounds
0: non-committal. So
1: yeah. So he's not going to commit of course. Like we can't all be the cool girls. I mean, I wanted to be that girl so much for so long. And then finally I was like, I really like you. And like, I can't be the girl girl. So a hundred percent like, and also even if he did get out of a relationship, I think there's also like, like a red flag. I used to, (laughs) I was a serial dater. I was, but the one thing that someone always said to me, like, am I just a rebound? Because I was always coming out of a relationship all the time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I always felt like that was a very unfair question. I was like, I don't know, like I'm dating to find somebody. And um, I always, I always thought that that was like an open door policy. When someone asked me like, am I the rebound? How, you know, what happened with your past relationships to tell them like where I'm at at that time. So, I was, you know, that was just always my thing to do, but that's just my advice. Like, yeah. I think you should take the time, like when this person is like saying, Hey, I'm just coming out of a relationship. If they're being honest about it, then say like, Oh, can you tell me about that? And then they'll tell you exactly what they're looking for. Hopefully. Yeah. Decent, I mean. non-garbage can human being, but I do get, I agree with that. You like what you just said, like the, like if you're agreeing to what you're to do, like then go do it, go on the date. You don't know how this person's going to act.
0: Right. And if you're confident, in your decision and that person's not, then that's not your person. person. Yeah. Keep moving.
1: Keep it. moving. What to do when the person you're dating only wants to hang out and not go out. Netflix and chill
0: right so they just don't want you to be around their friends and they're not ready to be around your friends that was it just a physical type of benefit type scenario it's just a hookup a you need to ask like am I okay with just being a hookup because you need to kind of understand like the that's how it's laid out like if he only wants or she only wants to hang out with you when it's just the two of you are you okay with that? Because you were you were just a person at the end of a phone call or at the end of a text.
1: Yeah, like we got to read the room on this one. Yeah. Um.
0: Well, what's the hangouts like? too, like, right? Are you guys always having sex? Or are you just like hooking up or just watching a movie? Let's, just I mean, for assumption's sake, like, what just are you say, doing?
1: There is sexual activity. Let's just say that that is going on the hangout. Maybe there's some Netflix, maybe there's some chilling, but both happen, and so then
0: that gets a little sticky. I mean, <laughs> you you might be in this situation didn't mean to do that, <laughs> where it is, you know, in the beginning you're totally fine with it, but if you I mean if you keep going along and you and you really like this person, then I think there's you know again it opens the door for the conversation, and if they're not willing to have the conversation, that is your cue to exit. Yeah, totally I agree. Out.
1: I tell you again, can't be the cool girl. Like,
0: this, I don't really I, love that saying, by the way. Either, I mean, I don't like, because, I don't like it either, because, but you because, can't because you're non committal, that makes you cool. I don't know exactly.
1: Like, you can't try to be this person. Like, and I don't like women being mapped out as like psycho because they right. didn't know what they want. So, exactly. just, I mean, honestly, be a little psycho if that's what they want to call it. But no, it's be not open. That it's not be psycho. You're being being open. Front, but you want, so, yeah, just be upfront. Yeah. Um, but also, um, if they always want to hang out, let's just be a little leery. Let's just be let's just be a little leery. You're only meet like when Carrie only met at that one restaurant. Um, in Sex in the City, remember he's like, "I'm always getting taken to this restaurant, and it's like the, it was yeah. like a the shame to be with each other." Was, <laughs> like. Be weary. Mm-hmm. Um, when the person you're dating doesn't look anything like the dating profile picture. This one's hard.
0: That is tricky.
1: Um, like, I mean, I had, quite, I mean, I just got the, but like, I, wh- right.
0: Is was it was the it person? That? And it's just like a really heavy filter over top of the person. And you're like, I can see it. Or is it legit? Like a different human being? Yeah, I think. Okay.
1: Let's take on both of those. Okay. Legit different human being 2008
0: holding so up a fit. the like, picture is Bradley Cooper but you show up looking like Jimmy Fallon like they don't really look alike but like you're like mm, I think
1: I think it's like nice you don't idea. look like I think you just look like you put up a 2008 picture and it's 2021
0: okay so it's the same person but it's not their best or okay, they're putting up their favorite image of themselves, which is may not be their current image of themselves. Right, right. Okay. So same body, same, same person, human, just, just not in their current state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if, I mean, I think there's a twofold on this. Uh, number one, do you really like this person? And you're like, it doesn't matter. And you're like, Oh, okay, well, tell me about this guy and this, but you know, like, where'd you take this pick? And, and, open up, if it really does bother you, then open up the door of that and be like, oh my gosh, tell me about your profile pic and let them take it from there. You know, they're going to tell you like, oh, I went to a concert or like wherever it was that they were having a good time. They took this pic and that maybe that's where they felt the most confident about themselves in that time. You don't know until you ask. Um, but if you are, you're meeting them and they're just like, you're like, I I cannot like I'm on the fence about this person anyway. And like, maybe we connect a little bit, like maybe the physical attraction is really what's going to seal the deal for me. But if you get there and that's not there, then I think you have your answer, too.
1: I always feel like, OK, if you haven't you, you haven't updated. So I don't know what you're trying to sell. I always worry I'm like, what else? What else? So it, it would be a red flag for me. A hundred percent. Like, even if it was like this kick ass picture, you were like front row at a concert or maybe you're. Holding up something like caught trophy, whatever. I still been like, mm, let's um, it's update. Like it's update yeah. time. It's time to update. Yeah. yeah, it's time to update. I would, I would. It would be a de- be a definite red flag for me, and um, I would hesitate to bring that up because, I mean, it's not it's not putting that, putting your best foot forward. So you're actually helping that person out. Being like, let's for future daters. If, okay. if it was a hundred percent turn off, you're like, listen, this is a big turn off for me.
0: Okay. Let's, let's put it in this scenario. You're Ben Affleck and your current, your previous dating profile was you nine months ago. And your current profile picture is you at the Venice film festival. It's the same person. Is it? I don't know. We I don't know.
1: It <laughs> Is it the filter? I mean. It's the JLo effect. I know. I say update often. Update, update often. often. You yeah. know, like just be the most authentic. Per- just because it doesn't get you into trouble. It, it, it weeds out the people that would not be into you 100%. And
0: you know what? You know that if things don't work out between Ben and JLo, like he's 100% going to be using these current photos as his photo for dating apps going forward.
1: The carousel is
0: endless,
1: Mm -hmm. endless. Okay. Am I ruining a possible relationship by sleeping with a person on the first date?
0: No, I don't think so. I mean, again, I think that's a, uh, you know, if, if the attraction's there, then the attraction's there. I mean, I don't think it needs to take you a quote unquote three dates to get there if that's the case. But if you're like, this could happen and I'm okay with it, then if it's two consensual adults, smush it out. Smush.
1: Um, to me, I think, again, like you just said roles, like there's like a, like, like a the three you're date like, rule. Yeah. Like, dating. I don't think there are rules. Like you can create your own, I guess, or, but I don't know. Um, I think. No, this does not ruin a relationship. I feel like when I was dating, I was like, well, dates are not. If I wanted to sleep with you, I was going to find a way to sleep with you, you know. And then I kind of already knew if I wanted to date you further, anyways. So it wasn't the first date hurdle that was ever standing in the way. Like it, like I'd already made up my mind. Put it that way. I'd already put you in a lane. Right. And that I I never moved people out of lanes. (laughs) Well, yeah, I did. I did. But like, (laughs) I just felt like it was just, okay. So I never understood the third date rule.
0: Yeah. I didn't either. I mean, I I get it. And maybe sometimes you just, you need three to decide like, okay, I can, you know, that first date you're like, this has potential. This one has potential. Second date. You're like, okay, second date might, I might need a little bit more, you know, intel. Third Mm -hmm. date maybe that's it. I mean, I don't know. I, now, I don't think I ever I lived by an
1: apartment a, a, and they had like a sad looking mattress with like Navy sheets and like one pillow and a, like blinds that had dust. all. I mean, like, seriously, there were, I, I there were uh-huh. some sad things I saw and I was like, I might not be back here.
0: Yeah. You're like, mm, that, that might've, that might've been the decision I needed to not. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like question. So like,
1: I had someone recently said to me, um, one of our friends in Meisner that said, um, "Yeah, my husband had a waterbed." I was like, "That would have been a deal breaker mm-hmm. for this person." That wasn't. I thought that was amazing.
0: <laughs> I would <laughs> have walked right out of that room and said, "You um, know, watch a movie on the couch." Yeah. You yeah, know, no thanks. A
1: waterbed, and they water and bed. like it. It wasn't waterbed era. <laughs> Just put it that way. <laughs> Had to share. And I know this person listens to this podcast and she's probably like, oh my gosh. Um, okay, last one of uh, 2021. Then we're getting to the spouse stuff. So I want to commit, but he seems, he or she seems hesitant. So they want to have the, you know, relationship conversation.
0: This okay, wait, seemed, have they well, had well. the relationship conversation or they're ready to have the relationship?
1: Conversation? They're ready, but the other person seems not so ready
0: okay well I say a have the conversation and that's going to give you your answer if they're like no it's you know like I don't want to do that right now then you're like okay I'm not like if you know that this is the person you want to be a relationship with but that person's not sure they're going to be in a relationship with you a how long are you willing to wait because in all honesty if you're if it's like I don't know she might not be the one well either she's not the one right now. And she's not going to be the one in six weeks or six months. So you kind of Mm -hmm. already know, and you're just stringing along. So I mean, either you can have the conversation, but you got to be prepared for the answer both ways.
1: I definitely think this is a string along situation. Um, And I think in everyone's been strung along at some point and like, it's no fun. And I think that when you have been strung along, you're like, I don't want to go through that again. But yeah, somewhere, some, and then you are, and you're like, ah, because you're not making your needs and wants paramount. Correct. So I think that it does suck. I think that this is something that when you have to go through it to go through it, um, to want to put yourself out there this much, but I mean, at the end of it, if you're going, if you're like getting rejected and it's like not what you want, then you have like a dating tool in your backpack that you're like, okay, well that didn't work out, but at least I had the conversation and I know how to approach it next time. And I know what I want. And then that's,
0: that's just, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way you're going to gain um, experience in dating is to date, right? And you're going to have to date a lot of people that make you scratch your head and you're going to have some dates that you're like that went well. And there's going to be ones that you really like that are like not that into you and vice versa. So it's, I mean, you're, it, the weird thing with dating is that you have to take the good with the bad and, you know, I don't know. I, I'd say don't settle on the, the you know, like the, I don't know. There's more than one really good date out there. How about that? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> That's so true. I have to share a real life one because this popped in my mm-hmm. head about like when, when you're saying like the good and the bad. I remember a date I went on and with um, so the guy i I'd, I'd been out with like five or six times and um, I spent the night and I woke up in the middle of the night and like he was in the bathtub, like full on bubbles, 3 a.m. And like, but had like toys and stuff. Like, in, you not are like,
0: making this up, Brittany Swan. I have never once heard this story, and I've—I will tell you offline figures. who this person was, just because he is real and he still
1: lives in Louisville. But I will tell you who this person is. Um, and like he didn't have like sex toys; he had like toys like in the bath, like and a he, rubber ducky, in like the- like little like trinkets and stuff. No, they're like like GI Joes and act- action figures, like a tank and stuff. Yeah. And he woke. And so I woke up like, I noticed him in the bathtub and I was like, this is weird. And he told me that this is the only, this is how he has to go through his night. Cause he has restless leg syndrome. He doesn't want to take the medication because he's like fearful of all medications. And this is the only way that he can calm down is to take a bath with toys. And I being my dumb ass was like, Oh, that's kind of, that's kind of crazy. It's weird to bring up like six states in, but okay. You know, like whatever. So this has always been the back of my head. Like, I didn't see him after that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like, did he learn anything from that? Like, <laughs> like, like, Did he, did he say, Hey, maybe I introduced that too early or did he find somebody that's like, I know about restless leg syndrome and I can help you out. Like, I've always wondered this, this has been such a question mark in my head. I'm like, wow. So <laughs> I do think like you can put your crazy out there. Someone might take it, someone might not, or, you know, things might work out. I just think that this is just one of the funniest things. I'm like, I've never really kind of understood in my dating history. No,
0: that's for sure. One of those upfront, like, if you know, it's getting to the point where your girls or whoever is going to come back to your house and stay the night, like you need to preface the conversation with, Okay. This, and If you're proud of it, be proud of it. If you're ashamed of it, be, you know, like you own it, however you want to own it, but you do need to be forthcoming in this information to just be like, okay, full disclosure. I have restless leg. The only way I can find comfort is to do A, B, and C. So just heads up. I know it sounds odd. However, this is where I'm at. Yeah. If you would have led that with that conversation, I'm, I'm sure you would have been like, well, okay. You're a pretty open-minded yeah. person. You know, you can do it. I will tell you, there is um, a guy I dated that we dated for like, I don't know, three months. And it was probably like the third month we were dating. He tells me he has a kid that lives in another state. And I was like one conversation that's what I said. And I really liked this guy. I was like, okay, you know, okay. Prior to me knowing this Intel, um, I was like, I, you know, I really like him. He was set up by a mutual friend of mine. And my friend was like, Hey, really, you know, he's super into you and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm really enjoying his company. He's a nice guy. And you know, he, yeah, whatever. Um, and he just tells me one day like, Oh, Hey, at, at my daughter's birthday's today. I'm going to be talking to her on the phone. And I was like, like, wait, he's with you on her birthday. Yes, she lives in Hawaii. That's another That's, day. One I was it Alaska. I don't know. It's one of the islands. It's either Alaska or Hawaii. I can't remember which one it was. Um, but anywho, it was one of those like, uh, wait, what? Like, and I was like, listen, I, I don't, I, I think it's awesome that you have a. A, a daughter. He's like, yeah, I have an ex-wife. And I'm like, okay, again, like these are kind of things like you, you're not going to scare me off just, but you need to be honest with me. And three months down the road, like that's, that's long enough for there to have been like a conversation at some point of like, I just, I wanted, I, you know, I, I'm ready to tell you about, you know, some things in my past and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, great. Not a once three months. in, I find out on the same day that he has a child and an ex-wife and I'm like, I gotta go. I yeah, can't. you're like I, and yeah. my friend that set us up was like, he is heartbroken. I'm like, uh, no, because if what else is he not telling me? Like, what else am I gonna find out in three more months? You're like, now she's ready for this layer. Just fucking tell me right off the bat. I'm not an irrational person. I can take things even if they are big nuggets of, you know, truth. I just need Isn't to know. A guy like that, this line about the profile picture. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Exactly.
1: 100% his profile picture on MySpace was shitty. And it was like five years old. Probably so. Yeah. So I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, you, you called that
0: one right, obviously. I, but I was saying. like, I can't with this. I can't. Um, we got, you can't, can't drop go. two bombs. I, I mean, I might That's have been able one. to juggle day one. Day one. Yeah. I mean, if I, I get, okay, maybe not day one, but at least day two. Not three months into this. Like, that's, I mean, that's at least 15 dates,
1: right? I it, would say three months. Yeah. At least, I don't know how much I hang out, but like,
0: it, yeah. long enough that we should have had long this enough. conversation before long like, enough. Three months in. Oh, so yep. there you go. Set your own dating rules. Set your own dating rules. But still, um,
1: that's too long.
0: Okay. So there are a couple of things we want to talk about before we get into dating now, like as your spouse. But like okay. in 2021, there are a couple of things that, we would think would be important in dating one being logistics. So if you're on a dating app and you are meeting somebody that lives in a different state or even, you know, a different country at this point, like you don't really know, you know, where people are going to be, like, what are your thoughts about traveling to go visit someone you've met online?
1: Oh, that's a great question. I think that you just have to know the emotional energy that you're putting into it. So I don't think they have to always match because I don't believe that any, everything is always 50, 50 at any time. Um, it's always a fluctuating kind of, uh, re- that's what relationships are. But I think that the longer the distance, so I'm, I'm going to take the countries by inst- like, for instance, I mean, that's a lot. So you have to understand like the distance equals emotional connection and, um, and wage it there. I do think like now um, in the United States, I think it's a lot. If, I wouldn't, I would jump on a plane, but then also know, like, what's the expectations? What's how are we orchestrating this? How much are we talking? How much are we FaceTiming? How much are we texting? What's the amount we're texting back to each other? Like the time difference. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of things you'd have to take in community, like into communication, um, and just kind of work out because expect lack of expectation, like knowledge, I think offers so many variances and that's where people's feelings get hurt. And that's when things are just
0: Separate. Yeah. I mean, if you're making a trip and you've only got two nights with this person, I mean, going back to your first question of like, does sleeping on the first date, you know, ruin the relationship? I right. mean, if you're only if you're meeting somebody for the first time and you're only together, you know, two nights, are you gonna wait till the second night or are you just gonna get in and get out? Like oh. I know like I think it
1: just bases on like what you've talked about before. Like, have you gotten super flirty? Has it gone towards like more of a sexting texting? It doesn't have to be like, I mean, seriously, like nudes and stuff. I mean, it can, it can, there can be some kind of like eluding or like, I'm interested. It can be a push pull, but I just feel like there's so much writing sometimes on these visits that you just have to out, you just have to almost outline it before. So everyone knows what's going on.
0: Right. I mean, and I mean, if you're going to wait To get the situation and like read the room. Like I get that too. If you're like, listen, I mean, we've got good chemistry on, you know, on a phone chat or like on, you know, whatever you're chatting on, uh, but you get in real life and you're like, I got nothing. Or maybe it's vice versa where you're like, you know supercharged when you get, you know, um, next yeah. to this person. I don't
1: know. I, mean, I just say i might be coming off first hour. I don't right. know your life. You do you boo. You just get yeah. in there and do it makes you happy. But I always think just outline that there's a possibility to the other person, just like, Hey, I'm interested if this, if everything is working the way it should, I'm, I'm I'm putting it on the table just so, you know, at any point you can decide. Okay. But I like that. That's a good question.
0: Good point. Um, okay. My next question, um, you, I think that a good conversation that should be had at this realm is the stance on COVID. Like, are, is that something that you find as a deal breaker that you're like, you know, I really like this person, but they're, you know, they're not planning on getting vaccinated and they're not really into wearing a mask. Like if it were me, that would be a deal breaker for me. I'd be like, eh, you know what? I don't think so. I mean, I'm, but again, like w- w- that, is definitely, I think, a conversation that, um, you know, people would be willing to have or should be having at this stage in relationships and dating and being in a pandemic.
1: Well, I just think that, um, knowing everyone's views on, you know, wherever they stand is also like that can, although unfortunately, all those views are political. So, what are your political views on stuff? I mean, I think that those are obviously very open to discussion. And, um, being that we live in a very polarizing world, I think that we it's open to discussion. I don't think there's anything wrong with discussing those kind of things and actually knowing where people stand. Cause it could be deal breakers.
0: Yeah, it really could be.
1: I mean, it truly could. Um, I think that if you are a hundred percent, like, listen, I'm, I'm, you have to be vaccinated, put that on your dating profile. I am a I a hundred percent wear a mask all the time, put that on your dating profile or put that in the first text out. So it's expectations. It's not that you're shaming anybody. You're like, this is what I do. And this is, what's the difference about saying like, I'm a, I'm a non-smoker, you know, like there's no difference. Right. Well, there is, but I mean, there is, it's, you know, (laughs) but in the sentiment of putting it on the dating profile, there's not. And like, so say, this is what I'm looking for, you know? Not a doctor, but I think in this world, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying your expectations, especially involving your health and wellness and what you see best for yourself.
0: Absolutely, I mean, I think uh, there's so much like dating. I don't know, murky water could be cut if you just were outlining expectations from the get-go. And if people aren't willing to meet those, then there's your answer, you know, like, I mean, boundaries are created to keep you and other people safely in a relationship. So whether it's a new relationship or an old relationship, like you just create the expectation that you want from day one. And then you have, like, it's it's easier to not get disappointed if you know what the expectations are. So you can't assume everybody is a mind reader and can, you know, immediately know what your expectations are going to be going forward.
1: I, a hundred percent, but I do always believe in putting the positive spin on it. So instead of saying like the things that you don't want, phrase them in a way, the things that you do want. So instead of saying like, no anti-vax people say, I would prefer, I prefer pro-vax please, you know? So it just outlet. So it's not like targeting and it's very like, Because to me too, even if you are pro-vax, if someone's coming at me saying like a list of things that they are anti, I'm like, okay, well, I I agree with some of these, but man, like it's kind of negative. So I think this should be more of a positive way to put yourself out there. So you're saying
0: just frame it in a way that's approachable.
1: Approachable conditions. Like when you're saying, um, I don't know, I I don't know something that would be a deal breaker for me. Um, Besides smoking, smoking, is just the one thing that's in my mind, but like, that's kind of like, say like, Oh, non-smokers, please. Or something like that. Like
0: non-smokers outlines. Yeah. So, okay. So uh, we, that leads us into the non-negotiables. Like what are your non-negotiables and, and know that going in and then like, maybe are they different than what, like your prerequisites would have been prior to being in, um, the pandemic. So like if before when you were dating, you're like, oh, I'm not going to date any guy under six foot. He's got to be broad shoulders. He's got to drive a nice car. He's got to have a job. Like those are your prerequisites to even go on a date with someone, you know, pre-COVID. Have they changed, you know, now that we're in a pandemic? And are you willing to be more flexible with your quote unquote non-negotiables or your prerequisites, you know, now versus before? Wow. That's
1: a loaded question. Um, multi-step. I think (laughs) the non-negotiables are really funny because, um,
0: and again, a a non-negotiable can be different than like a prerequisite. So like, I'm going to give the example of when you said, okay, a non-negotiable is I don't want to date a smoker. Okay. Non-negotiable prereq could have been, I'm only going to date guys over six foot. So those two is, is an example.
1: Um, I think that the like non-negotiables, I think probably would have gone out the window a little bit, like right. As I entered back in the world, I would have been like, just (laughs) wanting to hug and and make out with anyone that if it were me in the dating world, I'd be like, I don't care. Warm body me. Let's get it on. doesn't even have to snuggle. Let's just snuggle like, because I'd probably be so starved. Um, I think a lot of those would have gone out the window Uh, prerequisites too. I would have probably looked in the mirror and been like, you know, I've, I, I haven't I have been my best self during the panty and um probably guessing other people haven't. So let's just all be a little bit more generous, a little bit more grace and um, let's see what happens. That's so what I would it, say.
0: Would that be a reason like a, if the profile pics didn't match or you've been like, that's all right.
1: a little bit thing post panty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that was tough. <laughs> Clearly this was taken pre-pandemic. I understand. <laughs>
1: I think a pre and post. Like it wasn't shit. We went hard. But just be upfront about it. But I think it would be I would I think that I would probably be a little less judgmental. Um, but probably a little bit more upfront. That's just my that's my that's my breakdown. I like it. Great question. That's a really fun one. Thanks. What
0: about you? Um, I mean, I think my non negotiables, again, given the current state, um, there are, there are things that I wouldn't waver on. Like, it'd be like, you know, some things are just a hard pass. Um, and then my prerequisites definitely, I think would have been, that list would be like very minimal at this point. Like, I mean, if it must be alive, must have pulse, must have a pulse (laughs) and not live with his mom. (laughs) Perfect. Unless for your sure. parents live on an island in, you know, someplace in Greece or something. I don't know. But uh hell, I would settle for like a
1: mini fridge and like your own Netflix account. I think I, I mean, I think I settled for less when I was dating. So that's just all. I.
0: To for sure. It. I mean, it could have been like, oh, you live at your parents, but you live in the pool house. Sold. <laughs>
1: <Exactly>. <laughs> I say all these things now would have been like talk big game. But I was like, yeah, we cool. <laughs> it was Times were tough. Times were tough, man. <laughs> Times were tough back then. Oh.
0: Outback got you a lot back in the day.
1: You know, I mean, like it's
0: that nice dinner. You know, I don't know. It no. took me well, to Outback. I, mean. I was like, oh.
1: still I still love the place. Nice. I still, I will, I would. It's still like one of my favorites. This day. 100%. Nobody does a
0: baked potato like Outback. No one. No it's 100%. the only skin that I want to eat. It's so crispy. Every time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like I've eating tried. a kettle chip.
1: I know. My I've tried place. to recreate it, like almost, but I've almost gotten it. But I mean, I can you not know, get that kind of patience. Nope. All right. All right. We're going to hit them hard in 12 minutes. All right. Dating your spouse. Mm-hmm. You want to read these, Shannon?
0: Oh, I have my own list, but okay. Hang on. Oh, we'll start with yours. Okay. <laughs> my, my, uh, my first one is don't underestimate a day date. Sometimes just going in the middle of the day. And again, I understand that this is a very like privileged answer and that everybody gets to have the flexibility and the opportunity to both be at home at the same time. I completely understand that. Uh, I just, With my husband now working from home and I have the ability to be very flexible with my schedule, we have found like some of our most fun times that we've had together are um, going to lunch. Uh, sometimes you, just me even making lunch and bringing it downstairs, I always joke. I'm like... I'm going to tell the office manager that you are flirting with the new girl and um, she's really, we're going to report you to HR. And he says like, yeah, you are. Um, So, you know, just making it kind of fun and like, you know, making the best of what we have right now being that he works from home. Um, But we've done like, we've gone and we've played, you know, tennis together. We've had a golf lesson together that followed with lunch. So like things like that, that, we didn't have to hire a sitter for, her, and I was like, this is so nice. Like a day day with my husband. I mean, we've even gone to Target before together, which in all honesty, which I don't really love. Video. I mean, I love Target, but I don't love going with my husband because we have two I very different God. ways of shopping at Target. And I'm like, this isn't working. Like, stop, stop. Like, you take your cart. I'll meet you at the checkout. Like, <laughs> I cannot That's shop it. with my husband at Target.
1: <laughs> oh, it's like taking Lane into Lowe's. He's like down every single aisle. And I'm like, can we even like, do that much home improvement but like he's got to like look at things checking like, it out checking yeah checking it out i do agree with the day date um and you mentioned privilege but i do think like after the pandemic a lot of people are more at home and so i think i think that is like if you have the availability you know schedules are, are constantly changing and um some people are at home like half the week or they're, you know, they're on two days, off two days of whatever. Um, so I, I do think things are more accessible. You notice that with even the way that some restaurants and uh, places are open now, uh, they're making it more accessible during the day. I see that here. Um, mm-hmm. Like some restaurants were closed only on weekend or closed during the day, but now they're starting to open back up during the day. They're like, oh my gosh, there's a, there's a market out there because people are at home. Yeah. Um, at home. Well, working.
0: Yeah. Another thing that we've done that we really enjoyed was a stay date where it's, you know, we didn't get a sitter, but we would keep the kids upstairs on a Friday night. And like you guys are, there's your pizza, there's your movie. We're going to be downstairs. Don't bother us for the next two to three hours. And we would go into just a separate room and that was it. Like, you know, we were down in the basement watching our shows and watching our movie and having our own set of food that was not, you know, the same as our kids. And even that was like a simple, I was like, I don't feel like going anywhere. I don't want to get up. I don't want to do anything, but I also don't want to be like the four of us in a family hanging out together on a Friday night right now. So there's
1: always someone interrupting you just like I just did. (laughs) Uh, There's always someone, (laughs) I did that on purpose. Um, because like there's, tell me I'm wrong. Like there's so many people in your house and they're all like vying for your attention. And it's, yeah, you know, sometimes you just need just your husband's or just your spouses.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and that. I do think like keeping date nights fun with your spouse is, you know, it can be challenging because sometimes you get in a rut. You're like, oh, we always go to this restaurant or we always, you know, whatever. Like there are some times where I know that recently we've been going out with other couples, like, you know, during the week and, I'm like, I know, but I feel like I just want to go on a date with you. Like, I don't want to invite another couple. I don't want to have to, you know, talk about, you know, all these. And I enjoy hanging out and catching up with our friends. Don't get me wrong. But there are just some times where I'm like, I feel like all we've done is talk about other same
1: four know, topics.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm done hearing myself talk about these other things. Can we just go and hang out again? Um, and something I, I haven't done this, I've done this with my kids, but not with my husband, but I think it could be kind of done in the same way. Um, the like going on a date but making it a theme. So like you, I'm not like, <laughs> don't dress up or anything, but um trying different foods. so like eating around the world, find a Mediterranean place to go to, find an Ethiopian restaurant to go to, find a new Japanese restaurant to go to. So like if your city offers it, you know, finding something that you're like, oh, this is a different taste or if you're like, you know, stale, we always eat at the same places, put a theme around it and be like, okay, this time last week we went to Germany next week, we're going to go, you know, to Italy. So just kind of, you know, mixing it up and having some fun with it.
1: Yeah. I like can maybe like make a little passport or something and it kind of fun, Yes, you know, stamp the passport or, um, I like that. I like the, I also like the stay, like the staycation, if you can afford to do that, um, do a little hotel action. I'm a big, big fan of hotels. So Absolutely. it doesn't have to be a super plush one either. Um, but if you can swing it, that's also a great way to do it. Um, I think it just, it's that connection like one-on-one, um, non-uninterrupted, put the phones down, put the work down, close the laptop. Um, I mean, the only one that's interrupting you is the housekeeping and you just put the, you know, don't on. I mean, like it's, it's just the greatest. So never underestimate that either. It's one of my favorites.
0: It is so nice.
1: It's so nice. And also like when going back to the couples thing, one of my questions was, um, um, how do you meet other couples that you both people want to hang out with? And let me tell you, I don't know, like that doesn't always exist, but you can with meeting other couples, you can find other like fun topics, um, with those other couples that you might want to entertain, um, by yourselves. So sometimes we've found like an interesting topic, like you know I heard so and so bring this up, and then it's something you haven't talked about with your spouse, and then it, it creates like more of a dialogue about something that could be something new and exciting. Um, so I always thought that that's don't underestimate sometimes meeting a couple because sometimes they bring a little bit more value to your relationship because it brings a different perspective.
0: Yeah, Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Just a little. Okay. What you got? Else, what else you got? Uh, th- those were my three. Um... Mm-hmm.
1: That were off the list. So, okay, I'm going to hit it hard. I'm going to choose my best here. I'm just going to choose two because I don't. We're running out of time. Okay, my my spouse talks to his friends about stuff that he doesn't share the same with me.
0: That's okay. I mean, all honesty, I mean there are just some things that I'm not going to bring um, the same intensity with in conversations. Then if my husband wants to talk to other people about other topics that I'm not interested in, please entertain him and talk to him about them. <laughs> like,
1: like, <laughs> like, I don't care about fancy football. I, I don't, I never
0: will. I, I well. never will. No, nope. never will. I never will. I would just ask
1: myself, I'm like, uh, uh, is it why is this important and do I feel like it is there something else I can bring to the table that we can talk about or ask him, you know, or, or she or he, you know, he or she? Um, I think I, that that would be probably the best one for me, but I yeah. would say embrace it
0: and <laughs> and then uh find something else you can connect on. Yeah, if he's only talking to other people about conversations or um never invites you into the conversation. Like because I, I, there's a difference of being like, what do you think? And then my opinion is, I don't really have enough intel on this, or I'm not that big of a fan. So I can't really bring much to this conversation. If I do have a little snippet, I might throw it in there. But, like, you know, mm-hmm. they it's not like if you're just being completely discarded from the conversation from the beginning, then maybe be like, babe, even though I'm not involved in the conversation, do you mind just like, giving me a chance to speak or be like, babe, what do you think about this? And then letting me speak my behalf on it. And then I find my own exit out. If you want to feel like that's your way to be in and out of the conversation, then absolutely. Um, I think, you know, that's perfectly fine to ask your spouse to do that. Um, But I do think it would be a little concerning if they're only talking about things that they know are not going to, you're going to be involved in. I think that would be something that I would be, you know, one, I'd be really bored in the, uh, at the table, if I'm the only person not contributing to the conversation, I'd be like, well, I didn't really have that great of a time because there was nothing for me to talk about. And I think sometimes you can read the room and read the room um, and kind of filter, you know, be like, you know what, we've left you out of this conversation the entire time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know." And then maybe try to switch the topic to something that is um, more, you know, inclusive for everyone to have a chance to speak on. But if you're just talking about, you know, an obscure soccer team from, you know, 1986 that only two other people at the table could talk about, then it's like, it's boring. And we should probably find no. something else to talk about. I yeah, <laughs> like, Come on, come on, man. Well,
1: again, too, uh, I like the idea of um, one of the things Landon and I just celebrate our 10-year anniversary.
0: Congratulations.
1: And, um, and one of the things I discussed with him at um, our dinner table on Friday night was that one of the biggest things for me, um, in our marriage is always being included in, um, like business decisions. And he asked my input on a lot and a lot of things. He always wants my input. And I said to him, I was like that. You just don't understand. Even if I don't have a wealth of knowledge to bring to the table, I really appreciate you asking my opinion. Cause it feels like I count. It feels like I'm validated. It feels like I'm a part of the team. And I, so that where, when I read this question, I was like, you know, I think it's, let's don't underestimate, you know, the value that the spouse can bring, even though if they don't know a wealth of knowledge about the topic, they might be, bring a different perspective. So it just goes along with like, you know, you don't know she you don't know. So include the person.
0: Absolutely. And how many times have we asked, um, had a question and Dan's been sitting in the kitchen or someplace and he just chimes in and you're like, huh, mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming, you know, and we might not have thought to ask him or even like bring him into the conversation, but certainly if they're there and they're listening, it's like, absolutely i should have asked your advice on that or should have asked your you know what are your thoughts
1: oh and i think dan is like one of the most insightful people that i've ever met and i think that he just he does he he zooms out more so than sometimes we do and yeah he's dropped some knowledge bombs like that was surprising (laughs) well there you go dan kessler way to go buddy all right last question okay this is a good one
0: Hmm.
1: now i got to okay great do love languages exist and what if the love languages are
0: different? How do you overcome it? I think love languages absolutely exist. I think it's, there's a sign of maturity when you start to realize that people who, are, who need things differently than you need in life. So for example, my love language is um, words of affirmation. I love people to tell me, I'm doing a good job or whatever I'm doing. Like, I like that to be stroked. Um, My husband doesn't, that's not his love language. Like that for him is not how he receives. I know I'm awesome. So (laughs) I don't don't um, need that. So I used to get, you know, I was like, why doesn't he do this? Or like, why, why doesn't he love when I gush over him type things? And then I realized, oh, that's not his love language. That's, you know, like he enjoys it, but it's not like what, fills him up of, you know, that sort of thing. So I think, and even like it could be in a lot of different relationships. Once you realize that people might need to be met with different needs, you're like, got it. Okay. So we are just different. And I think sometimes it's hard because somebody might not know exactly what their love language is. um, But you can kind of gauge like what, like when you do things or when you say things like, is there like a little extra spark or do their eyes dance when you say this? Or, you know, like you can kind of pick up on like what makes people happy or what makes people engaged in things. And I think like being able to recognize that is a strength in a relationship. 100%.
1: And you can make a lot of strides just talking about like how you want to be loved. And um, I think it's powerful to honestly understand how you want to be loved. Mine's spend time with me, time. I want your time. I want the one thing that is the most valuable thing on earth. That's a hundred percent. Like I want, I want, I want you a hundred percent your attention because I like being the only person in the room. So <laughs> and that's you my, also like a,
0: a funny coffee mug. I do.
1: I do, <laughs> <laughs> I do like gifts too. Um, Cause I'm materialistic AF, but I do think that I want, but I want you to, <laughs> I want you to want to spend time with me. I want, I always want that. And once I understood that about myself and then, you know, Landon did too. And he's like, okay, so you want to hang out with me? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like a lot, like, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot. Like the most. Mm -hmm. And I want you to like, but want to hang out with me. So I don't want you, I'm not going to come to you. You got to come to me with all the plans. And he's like, okay, that's exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what it's like to be married to me. So absolute joy. Okay. Is this is it? the hard hitting one. Oh, okay. This is, I was like,
0: I thought we had two, but this is it. Okay.
1: This is it. This is it. Okay. This is the polarizing question. This is the one I'm going to put on CZL story. So check it out. Hit whether or not you agree. Shannon, and I, I already know where Shannon stands on this one. Um, is there such thing as the one? Mm. We've already had this debate before.
0: We have had this debate before, so it's not going to be surprising to you that I say, yes, I believe in the one.
1: She believes in lot. Tell me why.
0: Well, because I feel like I um am my best self when I'm around my husband. I feel like he has helped me grow in ways that no one has ever given me the space or challenged me to do so. Um, I feel the most secure around my husband. I feel the most loved around my husband. I feel that he has just been. I just feel so complete. And I know that sounds so corny and so Jerry Maguire of me to say, but I honestly feel that way that, I mean, there's a level of intimacy that I have with him. And that's not to say it's like a sexual intimacy. I'm just saying like in a relationship, I feel like he knows me on such an intimate level that I've never been able to to create that or recreate that. And I don't think I've ever been as open and like willing to be this vulnerable with any other person. So in that regard, I feel like yes, I believe in the one. The one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't.
1: That's a bit that's a polarizing. Um, but I have my reasons why. Mm-hmm. Um now I believe in choosing the one. I just don't believe that there's one person out there for me. I'll tell you why. Like I think that if by some happenstance that I like something happened to Lena, don't like put that out the universe, but just say I would probably want to find love again. Now, would it be the same? No, but I know that I would want to find love again. And so I don't believe in just one love. I believe in there's lots of loves um, in a person's life. Um, I believe in continuously choosing the person every day. And that that's my like dedication to my relationship. So that's kind of how I want to approach making him the one for me. But I do know that if something were to happen, because I can't control everything, I cannot control the universe, I can't control a lot of the things, but I do know that I would, like, selfishly, I do know that I would, like, be okay, and I would, it would hurt and sting, and it'd be painful, and it'd be awful, and oh my gosh, it would suck. But I'd know that I would probably find someone to spend my time with. (laughs) And, um, but no, it would not probably be the same. We I I agree with you. Like the relationship that I have with my husband is, I mean, yes, ten years and actually thirteen years together. It's been, yeah, you you feel something so deep. And um, after going to my anniversary dinner, I was like, wow, you know, we reaffirmed like it's a lifetime commitment. Like we are, we want to be together for lifetime. But also, that's me choosing that every day, not the universe choosing. I choose it.
0: Yeah, no, I I get that. I mean, I I definitely I. I respect and you're, you know, you have a very, um, insightful way of uh, perspective on that. Um, I believe that you're allowed to fall in love more than once in your life. I mean, my husband wasn't the first person I've ever fallen in love with and nor was I his first love. So I don't think that that's a lot lot
1: of pressure. If it was like, damn, Uh, like one love, like, (laughs) am I
0: doing this right? I also think it's really important in a relationship that you allow there to be space for each other to grow as people. So, you know, my husband and I although we met, you know, when I was 23 and he was 33, we were 10 years apart, we were on different we lived in different states, we did not see each other, you know, with, we met on the phone. We only talked on the phone for three months that's the first you know interaction that we ever had with each other so it's really bizarre when you think about like the dating apps that are here today I'm like we didn't have the internet to stalk each other back then so it's you know it's kind of different um but I think if we would have been in the same city in the same state like at that time I don't think it would have worked because I think I was not like I needed to be and f- fulfill the things that I wanted to do in my early 20s and he was very respectful of that and you know and I same thing for him, like go and you do you and all that kind of stuff. But I also think you, when you are in a relationship someone with someone, you've got to be willing to let them grow as a person. And there's only going to be life that helps them kind of figure out like what you want to do with that growth. So we were together before we had kids. And then he would, you know, obviously we had children and that you grow tremendously as a person when you become a parent, um, and you grow through loss. And I've, I've, you know, I've watched him lose a parent and, you know, so you're growing and you're doing all these different like life things. And yet you've got to be willing to give your spouse space to have life growth. Cause if not, and you're just, you're going to end up growing in the wrong direction. Um, yeah. so, so you, you know, you want to be able to grow together. You don't have to grow intertwined per se, but you want to be growing in the same direction. Um, so that you don't feel like you're drifting apart.
1: I agree with you. I think that's why the, the emotional and directional of like conversations about your relationship are so important. Like, you know, yeah. I call it the state of the union in my house, but like it, and they're hard and they're, I've, I've, whoa, they've been really kind of crazy in my house and, but it's gotten us to a better place. Um, and, and it gets you to a clarity place of if this is something you want to be in and if this is going the right direction and can this move forward in a positive way, does this need to last? Like, I think that those are all things that those kind of conversations lead to.
0: I do think just another to one of your points when you're like, you know, if something ever happened to him, you know, would you move on? Would you want to find love again? Um, and i also think it's important to realize that once you do have a loss in your life that is a love you're not like the way that you experience love is going to be very different because you you have to redefine that and it's okay like people can search for you know years and years and years to try to replicate what they had with someone before but it's not going to exist because that relationship only happens with that person so Correct. i think you know there's a statistic out there that if in a in a marriage, if a wife dies, the man moves on a lot faster and like remarries a lot faster than if. I in totally
1: a, believe that too. Marriage:
0: if a husband dies, a wife will moves on at a much slower, slower pace.
1: One because you know why? I am not retraining another man. I hate to say it. I'm not trying to be like really superficial, but like, damn, I've been in a lot of good years. I'm like, I don't know if I have it in me. Exactly. <laughs>
0: like, I am not. Like i just want to kind of have fun one. and be like, I'm just going to live my best life. Right. And that's kind of how I feel about my husband now. I'm like, I'm not giving him away. Do you know what it took me to get him to this state at this age? No, like we could be working things out. Like,
1: <laughs> we, like work out. we think we hope that we work some things out for you guys, because I don't know. It was, a, this was a test run on this. We might come back with the episode too. Who knows? Maybe this is just a first trial, but this is what this podcast is about. And we like sharing our opinions. Even if no one listens,
0: exactly. If we come back, we'll we'll bring out a guest who's had real life experiences, so that we're just not hypothesizing all the things that we think would happen right. if we were in this scenario.
1: Right, right, yeah, and you know, it was a, it was a test run. Exactly. But thanks for being here for the test run. We love giggling with you. We will be back this Friday for social catch up. So be sure to download, hit like, hit subscribe, doing all the things. Um, don't forget to follow us all on Instagram. Um, I'm at, uh, the, the beast one life. I had to think about mine and where are you, (laughs) Shannon? All of yours. Why don't you list all of yours? (laughs)
0: Um, okay. Starting from the top, uh, Shannon W. Kessler. That's my personal one. You can visit at primp style lounge. If you want like beauty hair, makeup things. And then if you are a fan of formula one or just a new beginner, uh, join us over at F one push, push. Lots of fun stuff. I do like to say that because,
1: you know, you might want to go follow us on, uh, you know, our real life. But yeah. also uh, follow us on Crazy Zen. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our
0: podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.